Welcome to the Hatha Yoga Podcast. I'm Laura and I'm the creator of and voice behind the Hatha Yoga Podcast. Let's just get one thing clear first. This episode is a solo episode where I talk most of the time. So if you're looking for a yoga class to practice on your mat, I suggest you pick one of the other episodes and come back and listen to this one afterwards or whenever you have the time. So when I first created the Hatha Yoga podcast, my idea was to only publish episodes on here where I teach yoga classes, but I have so much I want to share with you. So sometimes I'll just pop up here on the podcast and talk to you about a specific topic. And today I thought I'd share the answer to a question that a lot of people have been asking me since I started teaching yoga and started this yoga business under the name Manipur by Laura or Manipur Yoga. So that is the the topic for for today's episode. But before we dive in, I wanted to let you know that I've created a free guide available on my website, manipuriyogadk.com, where I share five steps to start a daily yoga practice. I follow these steps every day to make sure that I get my yoga practice squeezed into my day, even though it's already fully packed. Please go to the link in the description to receive your copy today. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I would really appreciate if you could take the time to write a review, subscribe to the podcast and share it with someone you love. Just do whatever you need to do to get this in their ears. Send them a text message, give them a call or share it on social media. I would also love to hear from you and hear about how your practice is going. You can always reach out to me on Instagram at ManiPuraYogaDK or via email ManiPuraYogaDK at Outlook.DK. Okay, so let's dive in. What on earth does Manipura mean? How do you even pronounce it? And why am I obsessed with the color yellow? If you're curious to know the answer to this and hear more about my personal yoga transformation, this episode is for you. I hope it will be an inspiration that you can take with you and use in your own practice and in your own life. So let's start with the facts. Manipura is one of the seven chakras. But what is a chakra? <laughs> let's start there. Chakra means wheel in Sanskrit. And Sanskrit is this yogic language that we use to talk about the different postures and practices, tools. Um, everything has a Sanskrit word and chakra is a Sanskrit word. It means a wheel of energy and it's situated along the spine in your body. We all have seven chakras from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. And all these chakras, they represent something different and connect to different states of balance and imbalances in the body and the mind, whether that's on a physical, vital, emotional, mental or a spiritual level. So in yoga, we work with the chakras to decide what asana or physical postures to do in a class and what other practices we can do like breath work, meditation to address an issue or an imbalance somewhere in the body or the mind. And the chakras are also connected to different elements like earth, water, fire, air and ether. Um, yeah, so that's the very short description of a chakra and if you're interested to learn more about them, just give me a shout, send me a message and I'll address that going forward. But you'll, you'll hear me talk plenty about the chakras in, in the classes I teach here on the podcast as well. Okay, so back to Manipura. Out of the seven chakras, Manipura chakra is the third one situated in the belly or solar plexus. It's represented by the color yellow 
and the element fire. Mm, you see, there comes the yellow. There are many different issues that you can address through practices that balance Manipura and it all comes down to what you want to focus on. For instance, on a physical level, you can work on activating or balancing the Manipura chakra if you're experiencing stomach issues or if you have troubles digesting your food. Um, and on a more emotional level, the Manipura chakra can be out of balance if you have low self-esteem and low confidence or if you feel like you're stuck and you don't have the energy to really create or transform anything in your life. So as you can probably hear, uh, Manipura chakra is really connected to the power of transformation, whether that is on a physical level or on one of these more subtle levels. And then it also makes sense that Manipura is represented by the fire element because the fire really has the ability to create and destroy and this way the ability to transform things. Just think about it for a moment, um, like a, a bushfire, a house on fire, or even the internal fire and your digestion, transforming food into energy and letting go of what you no longer need. These are just like a couple of examples on the top of my head, but there's so much more to investigate and experience for each chakra. Um, both for your self-studies, but also just to notice while you're practicing on your own and activating Manipura. A really good way to activate Manipura is through twisting postures. Um, and I like, I like to actually think about it as the body being a sponge. Um, so when you twist a sponge, you know, like this kitchen sponge, it's all wet and you, you twist it out, um, you really get rid of all the like gross soap and old water dirt that you don't need anymore and it, really it's the same thing for the body when you twist and you activate that space inside of you and just give space for renewal and getting rid of what you no longer need okay so far so good the reason that i've picked this name for my business it actually comes from a very personal story that i'd like to share with you Maybe you've already listened to episode number 10, where I talk about my experiences in law school and starting out as this legal newbie in the big and scary corporate world. If not, I suggest you go give it a listen afterwards and it'll give you some more insights into why I chose this name and why I say the things I do on this podcast and in general when I teach. This story of my career was really the main driver for me to get into my yoga practice. So when I was about two years into working after graduating university, I was feeling really low energy. I would come home most nights after work and go straight to the couch, curl up in a blanket and just watch something on the TV to numb my emotions. I was giving everything I had when I was at work. So at night or on the weekends, I was so drained and I didn't have energy to do much, to be honest. So at some point I decided to go on a yoga retreat, partly because I needed to deal with this low energy level, but also because I was curious to understand more about yoga and what it actually is. So I did a retreat in Greece for a week with two teachers that have since become my dear friends and guides. and. I did my teacher training with them and since I met them the first time I think there hasn't been one day where I haven't 
thought about them one way or another, sent them a thought while I was teaching or practicing myself. They're really always with me. And these two teachers, they, they came to my rescue when I needed them the most and everything I share with you is something I've learned from them one way or another. And I know that my teachers, they put all this energy into educating aspiring yoga teachers to, to learn the wisdom of yoga and then go spread it everywhere across the globe in the hopes that we can make this world a place that is just a little bit kinder and a nicer place to live. Okay, <laughs> sidetrack, sorry. Um, so I went on this retreat and it was amazing and it transformed me in just a few days. Actually, while I was there, I got a job offer that made me able to leave the, the law firm job I had at the time. So after the retreat, I went home, quit my job. I went back to Greece and did another course that is it's probably similar to like half a yoga teacher training around 100 hours or so. And I studied with these two teachers and lived the yogic lifestyle, yogic principles every day for two and a half weeks. And at the time, I, I hadn't even thought about the fact that maybe I would teach yoga myself one day. I was very much doing the training for myself, for my own well-being, and because I was curious to learn more. And I think that's the deal for a lot of people when they do a teacher training. They go off on teacher training for their own sake, and then they find out that they have this big drive and they want to share the wisdom with their community. So as part of this training, we were asked to teach a couple of yoga classes to put the theory that we had learned into practice. And for someone, for a lawyer like me with a huge fear of public speaking, that was nerve wracking to say the least. I was fortunate enough that we were only two girls in the teacher training at the time. So the first time I had to teach a yoga class, it was only uh, one of my teachers there and one of the other students that I knew. Um, and we'd learned some theory and then before we had to plan our class, our teacher asked us to journal about an experience of pain or discomfort that we had encountered in our lives back home. And it was really easy for me to come up with something because I was feeling so much pain at the time, mainly because of my job. So I started writing. Um, today I actually can't remember completely the episode I wrote down, but I, I know that it was something around feeling insecure, anxious and inferior in this legal environment of constant stress and pressure. And after finishing this journaling exercise, our teacher asked us to share the experience we'd written down with each other and analyze which chakra, so the energy wheel in our body, um, which of these chakras would be out of balance after this experience. And so it didn't take me long to figure out that my Manipura chakra must have been completely out of order or non-existing at the time. Um, and from there, we were asked to design a short sequence of postures to balance this pain chakra. So for me, it was a sequence with some twists to cleanse the internal sponge and light my own fire again. And this experience or exercise, it really showed me just how much thought is put into just one simple yoga class. From the outside or to someone who hasn't done a lot of yoga before, yoga class might seem like just another fitness class, but 
with this perspective of balancing your mind and your body at the same time i discovered just how significant of a practice yoga actually is and since that day i've actually used my yoga practice to increase my self-esteem and my level of confidence i've transformed my everyday life and I just found so much joy in creating new projects again. It's like my yoga practice has brought me so much energy that I didn't have just a couple of years ago. My inner fire is definitely turned on today and I show up every day to make sure that it will stay like that. So that's it. Maybe next time you see the word Manipura or you see a yellow color somewhere, you'll connect to your own inner fire, maybe even Place a hand on your belly and consider if you're showing up for yourself each day or if there's something you can do to get that fire going. Because if I can do it, I know that you can do it, that's for sure. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate it so much if you could take the time to write a review, subscribe to the podcast and share this with someone you love. It would totally make my day. I would also love to hear from you and hear about your practice. If you've taken any steps lately to make some conscious changes in your life, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at ManyPoreyogaDK or via email ManyPoreyogaDK at Outlook.dk. I wish you a beautiful rest of your day or night, no matter where you are in the world. Thank you so much for listening.